just going in there from the point of disbelief and having you know those begrudging feelings like oh man what was my husband getting me into now to really walking out of that meeting and having an experience over two and a half hours where we just came out we felt like we were more connected more on the same page and really you know we're working together more even more so than before to have the life that we really wanted you know not only to continue to lead but really to grow into Welcome to Retire Smarter with Kevin Krosky. Find answers to your toughest questions and get educated about the financial world. It's time to retire smarter. Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of Retire Smarter. Walter Strolled here alongside Kevin Krosky, President, Wealth Advisor at True Wealth Design, serving you in Northeast Ohio, the greater Pittsburgh area, and also in Southwest Florida. And you can find us online at truewealthdesign.com. Look for we the Are We Right For You button to schedule your 15-minute call with an experienced financial advisor on the True Wealth team. Kevin, great to be with you this week. What's up in your world? Walter, it is always my pleasure. Well, um, I was scheduling our, our call and I, I noticed that you didn't have any time available next week. I'm, I'm presuming that that you may be going on vacation. Is that right, Walter? Either either that or I just don't want to talk to anybody. So I just block <laughs> off the entire week. Um, yes, we are going to go to Colorado. So new state, never been there. I've never really even been to that part of the country. I've done California and Oregon and Washington and Vegas, but nothing then east of that until you get basically back to kind of the Iowa, Chicago, and then further east territory from there. So this will be kind of our first Rockies and uh, all the different national parks that are kind of in that little zone there, our first uh, time out there. So it should be fun. Yeah, that should be great. I think uh, anybody you tell that to, their mind probably goes to, well, Walter must be a pot smoker, but yeah. um, I, I know you're an outdoorsman and we're, enjoy we're, that. We're into other recreational activities, uh, like hiking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, but you're, you're spot on. That was actually the first thing my dad said. He's like, why? Oh, I know you're going to Colorado. I'm like, no, dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Colorado's kind of got um, an interesting branding problem or, or opportunity, depending on where you sit, I suppose. But One um, of the two. Although these days, you could... <laughs> That start saying that about more and more states, right? Like if I said we were going to Oregon, you could say the say the same thing. I think so. Uh, it just depends kind of where you're where you're going, and uh, you know. But it's becoming more commonplace, that's for sure. So Colorado will lose that special element, perhaps at some point. <laughs> Very cool. Well, uh, yes, it'll be a fun trip, and I'm looking forward to it. But we've got a great topic to talk about on today's show. Going to be packed full of uh, some stories, I believe, and uh, kind of an interesting perspective on financial planning in today's show. I I really think you're going to want to stay tuned and listen to this one. You probably already saw the title, Unexpected Benefits Spouses Often Get from Working with a Financial Advisor. But it's kind of interesting what brought this topic up in your mind, Kevin. We actually got a a, a review on Apple Podcasts or, or iTunes, as people used to call it. And if, if it's okay with you, I'm going to kind of read the uh, read the review because it'll help be our, our launching point here. Uh, so it says, I got to know Kevin as a colleague in the financial services industry. Who would I want my wife to seek out if I was no longer able to handle our affairs? It would be Kevin. He is the best and the brightest. The podcasts amply demonstrate his knowledge and are an exhibit of a high-functioning business. Listen in and you will be drawn to Kevin. Wow. Pretty pretty wise words from a former colleague whom you're not quite sure who this is, right? No. Um, I mean, whoever wrote it, a great deal of gratitude. I'm kind of blushing. Um, but it, I mean, it was 
you know, I read it, uh, you know, I'll, I'll poke in every now and then. And, and by the way, maybe a little, um, you know, if you are listening and enjoying, um, please do write a review. Um, a, a lot of times we'll get people do that, or I hear people are listening. We actually have a lot of financial advisors that listen. I've had a lot of people that reach out to me to ask me to explain something further to them or, or just saying that, hey, they really like the way that I explained something and, and they were using it and found it helpful. So that was, that was pretty interesting and insightful for, to me. But yeah, I have, I have no idea who wrote this, but um, whoever did, and if you're listening, you know, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I mean, it's, um, wow, uh, I don't know what else to say. It really got me thinking um, about my own experience and experiences that we have with with clients all the time. Um, and you know, it starts with a, the question that I had was really, you know, hey, if something happens to me, who's going to take care of my family? And our industry will call that kind of a, a family steward mentality. You know, my wife is very smart, um, but she's smart in a, a different area than I am. You know, she was a writer and an editor. And just a really creative person. And, you know, I'm, <laughs> I get the egghead alert, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of the other <laughs> side of the brain, right? Um, so this was 2012 uh, that I asked my wife and I said, I, you know, Brandy is her name. And I said, hey, I want to go to us to go to this meeting with a financial advisor. And we were in the car driving down the highway and she was just really quiet and, she paused for a moment and then she said, but I thought that's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, that's good. That is what I do. I'm glad that you think that and, and, and you're on point. But I said, no, this was really, you know, for us. And, um, you know, it just sounds different, you know, if, one, if I'm saying it in uh, versus if somebody else is saying it or, um, you know, they just have some objectivity to looking at both of us. You know, I'm sure we've all had that experience where, you know, you have an idea, maybe you share with your spouse and, Maybe it's maybe a little bit dismissed, but if somebody else has that idea they share, it's like the best things in sliced bread. I mean, it, delivery matters, objectivity matters. Um, there's a certain you know perspective that I think anybody can bring to that sort of relationship. I mean, you have you know a whole you know science or industry around counseling people, right? And um, you know this is just kind of financial counseling in a way. But she she then asked, she said, "Well, how long is it going to take?" And I said. You know, I don't know. Um, you know, at least an hour, maybe two. She said, "Oh my gosh, I hope not." <laughs> I'm like, "Great!" <laughs> like we are, we're just we're, going to go swimmingly. Um, but uh, perhaps initially, begrudgingly, um, she did agree to go, and uh, and we went. And this was again two, 2012. So this was before we had our first child. My wife was still working in American Greetings. You know, my business had been around for about a little bit more than a handful of years at that point, but it was still fairly, fairly new, you know, and very different from, you know, where we are today. Um, but we went into the meeting and literally it, we were there for two and a half hours. And um, my it was an experience that I certainly my wife was not expecting. It was a very, very positive experience. You know, some of the things we went through was just being asked questions like, what did we want our, the future to be like for us? You know, what were some of the things that we really maybe needed to do now, things that we wanted to do now, things that we needed to do later and things that we wanted to do later. So this, and you can think of this for anybody, but particularly for younger families, I mean, you have all these competing objectives, you're climbing the corporate ladder, you're, you know, trying to grow a business, um, you're trying to have a family or you have a family, maybe you're expanding it or or whatever the case may be. I mean, we were looking to buy a new home at the time we were looking around. So we had a goal 
didn't have to, but we wanted to, you know, buy a new home uh, in the foreseeable future. Um, we wanted to have children. We were mid late thirties at that time, and the clock was ticking, so to say. We hadn't done our estate planning yet. We were married for you know several years at that point, but it was just the two of us, and so things were were pretty simple. And we really, you know, one I arguably didn't need to do much, but two. Um, you know, just had some inertia there as well. And so something that we needed to do, but wasn't urgent, but was in that half to later sort of um, box, if you will. Some of the other things we wanted to do, we just, my, I have a brother and sister, we were all spread out across the country and we really wanted to spend some more time with them. Enjoyed it, wanted to continue to have those deep relationships with them. So we just went through this process and with a very emotionally intelligent financial advisor, and it was great. I mean, you know, he, he spoke to my wife, um, gave me a turn to talk. You know, sometimes you'll go into a meeting and, uh, you know, people think they're just coming in for, for financial stuff. And, and, and maybe there's um, one spouse, stereotypically, it's the husband that maybe they've handled that for all those years. And they do a lot of the talking in the meeting. And sometimes we just need to kind of put on the brakes as the advisor that's in the meeting and really running the meeting and making sure that, we hear from both spouses. We hear what's important to them. Um, we want to, you know, see how things are, you know, not only being handled today, but also what they want their life to be like in the future. And the advisor that we went to to do this was, I mean, he's just incredibly skilled overall, but particularly uh, in my view, just his ability to question and listen and just really get to the root of uh, something was just amazing. I mean, you know, my wife just completely lit up when we started visualizing the future and some of the things that that we wanted to do and that we're likely to be able to do. And it was, I guarantee you, in hindsight, it was it was nothing that she was expecting going into the meeting. You know, she probably thought it was all, you know, this four letter word called math and numbers and stuff like that. That was just, you know, I would say no interest to her. You know, she was capable, uh, but it wasn't her forte and it wasn't what she really enjoyed doing. But it was all this other stuff that money allows us to do. It's, you know, just like we talked about for the retirement planning process, our retire smarter solution. You know, where are we? You know, what what do we want our life to be like? What's our lifestyle like? And then, you know, how do we maybe want to evolve it and improve it? And then it's really about aligning all your resources to make sure that you can support that. Uh, and, you know, it, it may take some time. Um, but what was interesting to me, looking back on all these goals that we set, you know, this is almost 10 years ago now. I mean, we've we've literally like pretty much checked off almost every single one. You know, I wanted to become more charitable and we've gotten involved in a local community fund and, and some organizations that we support. We got even more involved, you know, through COVID. Um, you know, we've had two children. We got that house that we wanted. The one thing that admittedly that maybe I'm not doing as well as I hoped is um, I wanted to work a little bit less. Um, I still work a lot. I enjoy my work. So it's easy to do it. Um, but I'm also home, you know, for dinner, you know, really every night. So I'm with my family, but, um, you know, I, something that I'm still working on. So, you know, all these things, you know, through that first meeting, it was just going in there from the point of disbelief and having, you know, those begrudging feelings like, oh man, what was my husband getting me into now? to really walking out of that meeting and having an experience over two and a half hours where we just came out, we felt like we were more connected, more on the same page, and really, you know, we're working together more, even more so than before to have the life that we really wanted, you know, not only to continue to lead, but really to grow into. Um, again, we were mid-30s or so at the time. Um, you know, the business was really just 
you know, growing and what have you. And um, it's just awesome. It was an awesome experience. And certainly something that my wife wasn't expecting, but something that I was hoping for going into the meeting. Um, and it also, just looking back today, you know, almost 10 years later on this is also awesome. I mean, it's so important just to go ahead and, and pause and reflect and look and see how much you've grown and accomplished. And yeah, there's there's some things that are still on the list that I have to work towards, but there's a lot of things that we accomplished. And particularly for, for me, speaking first person, um, achievement oriented, there's a lot of things that I want to do. There's a lot of things I want us to do. And sometimes you just need to slow down. And that slowing down process and looking backwards and seeing how you've grown was great. It's been great for me. And um, I actually just sent over all the notes that came out of the meeting that the advisor shared with us with my wife this morning. So um, hopefully she'll read it today and uh, put a smile on her face. And when I go home for dinner tonight, I'll, I'll ask her about it. it sometimes it, changing the location and the style and how the how of a conversation can do wonders. And you know, like if you had just tried to have these kinds of talks and conversations on your own, I mean, maybe it would have still been successful and you would have come away with those same feelings. But do you feel like sometimes just having that third party and, and kind of just stepping outside the normal area of where conversations, you know, in your relationship happen can just, I don't know, facilitate it in a different kind of way like it did here? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, we've, and, and not only for for the experience that I had and just shared, but I mean, we see it all the time with clients. I've had, um, you know, certain client situations where, again, I'll, I'll be somewhat stereotypical, but, um, you know, this has held true in several instances over the years, but the wife maybe reached out to us or reached out to me, or I've even had um, prospective client who's a wife reach out through a friend and um, just didn't maybe feel like they were on the same page, you know, with their spouse financially or, you know, really weren't informed of what's going on, but they, they just wanted to know and they wanted to have a certain comfortability and clarity that they didn't trust their spouse. But it just, it wasn't like an open communication, I guess is maybe the best way to, to explain it. So there's been several times where, you know, I'm in those initial meetings and again, stereotypically, I've got to, you know, kind of pump the brakes on the husband talking uh, and just really interject and, and make sure that I get both points of view. It's not always that way. And every family has their own division of labor. You know, my wife takes care of our household. You know, I take care of the finances a little bit more kind of traditional or stereotypical, I suppose. But we have plenty of relationships where that's not true, um, where, you know, maybe the the role, the gender roles are reversed there. Um, it really doesn't matter. I mean, everybody has their own family and it's unique and under their own way of doing things. We have a client that's been married 40 years this year and they've never had a shared bank account. They've always kept their, their banking you know, separate and um, it, it works for them. I mean, they've been married for 40 years. I think that's proof enough that it worked for them. Right, Walter? Um, yeah, different but, styles for different groups, you know, it's, it's hard different to Different strokes for that, different but, folks, right? Yeah. You, you got it. Um, so I, my point in, in saying this is, yeah, objectivity is there, you know, whether it's a, a counselor talking about a marital issue or some arbitrator or some emotionally intelligent, self-aware, maybe tough, loving financial advisor guiding you through this sort of discussion and making sure that you're hearing from both spouses and, and with the intent of really making sure that, you know, you have a plan uh, that's reflective of what you both want. You know, another kind of similar but different 
when I used to teach uh, a lot of these um, retirement education classes at local colleges, I had an example, or uh, I should say an exercise uh, that we did early on about just what we want to, what you want a retirement to look like. And it had different categories from like a health and fitness perspective, activities, travel and leisure, you know, kind of a spiritual and social aspect. And uh, it was just like a multiple choice. You know, what are some things that you would be interested in? And then there's some other fill in the blank questions. But what I always instructed um, the class to do was to fill it out uh, if they're, they're married, fill them out independently, answer the questions independently of one another. And then, you know, hey maybe pop open a nice bottle of wine, come back together and just talk through the questions and share your answers with one another. I've had several people over the years just share that that was an incredibly enlightening experience where it just fostered that conversation. And here you didn't have necessarily have an advisor or a counselor or, or something of the sort that was doing it, but at least you had some, you know, some questions that were being completed independently and then coming back and allowing to share and, and really fostering that communication. I mean, it's all about communication. I'm not a, you know, a trained, you know, board certified marriage counselor or anything like that. Sometimes, you know, it seems like we get into those areas to a certain degree. Um, but it, it all comes down to listening, understanding and communication, I think, at its core of any of these um, disciplines. So, you know, whether it's me going with my wife to see a financial advisor and, and really getting those benefits, even though I am a financial advisor, or if it's somebody that's coming into our conference room to meet us for the first time, you know, it's really our job to do that active listening, ask them open-ended questions, understand what's important to them. Why are they there? You know, how do things work in their household? Where do they really want to take their lives? And then um, how do we align everything that they have to make sure that they get there? And, and again, the communication is so important. Um, I, I can't stress that enough. Um, but, you know, we're fortunate. Um, I, most of our clients are, um, I think, 80% or so are, are married. Um currently. And uh, I mean, the communication is good. There's a couple where we have to maybe work a little bit harder or, you know, there's maybe some issues around money that we have to work through. And we know that going in that we, <laughs> we're going to have to maybe have a little bit thicker skin and, and bigger ears and roll up our sleeves and do a little bit more work. But I mean, that's what we're here for. I'm sure you've seen some some good examples of those two ends of the spectrum, right? A couple that comes in on the same page or close enough to it. The meeting is easy, flows nice and, and well. And others where maybe the couples are on different pages and there's there's some shock involved in some of the discussions that take place and revelations of maybe where accounts stand or uh, differing opinions about the future and those kinds of things. Uh, you know, one comes to mind. Uh, so a client that just hired us, hired us in the last couple of years. Um, so he was getting ready to retire. He's around age 60. There were some things with his pension and what have you that really uh, made sense for him to retire at that time. And he was pretty much ready to as well. He had a, a fairly stressful job. Uh, but his wife was seven you know, several years younger, like seven, eight years younger than he is. So, you know, if he's retiring at 60, she's early 50s. She enjoyed her work. She was uh, worked at a hospital, still works at a hospital. And, and, and he, I always use John and Jane here, but that's, you know, husband John. Um, he did a really good job on their finances. He knew what they were spending. He knew their lifestyle. He could see, you know, what he was going to get in his pension. There was definitely some, some bigger questions that he had and some concerns that he had, which caused him to reach out to us. But he took the ball pretty far down the field himself, and he did a really good job. But they definitely weren't on the same page, too. I mean, and, and this is one of the reasons why 
Um, I checked in with them after the first meeting. Uh, Tyler from our office, it was meeting with John and Jane, and I just checked in with him after the first meeting to see how it went. And and his remark was that he he definitely felt like he and his wife were more on the same page. You know, I think she had a little bit more disbelief about she could actually retire in her early fifties, and 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 probably a little trepidation about, hey, <laughs> what am I going to do on the other side of it? You know, this is uh, I I really like my work. I'm helping people. Um, I'm passionate about it. But as they started going through that process and visualizing what they wanted their life to be like, and then you know really working down through all the, the more of the traditional financial planning aspects to align what they have to support it, uh, I mean she's getting ready to retire at the end of the year. So this has really been a transformation for her and for them, and she's really excited about the next phase of her life. And um, you know they're very active people. They have some grandkids. It's just a lot that they want to do. So you know she's going to be retiring you know, before age fifty-five, which is which is great. Uh, and she's excited about it, and she feels confident about it. But you know they weren't on the same page. I think she had just some healthy skepticism, like okay, husband John, I love you. You're a smart guy, but you know. I mean, I'm only, <laughs> I'm only in my early fifties. I mean, come on, let's get real here. I can't, I can't retire yet. And, uh, just bringing them together on the same page and walking them through and, and really that visualization process and bringing everything together. I mean, it, it's tough. I mean, that's one of the best benefits that people often get out of financial planning. I mean, you have some investments, you have some cash, you have some property, you know, real estate and what have you. You have social security, maybe a pension, you know, you're not exactly sure how much you're spending and you're not exactly sure how it's going to change over time. And, and you come in with this mindset of, well, my money better last at least a little bit longer than I do. And so the easiest thing to do is just keep working. And I think that's natural and, and you need to have that healthy skepticism and lean towards a bit of conservativeness there. But for John and Jane in this example, I mean, it, it, it was just great. This is one of those times where you get that good, warm, fuzzy where, you know, you're doing a lot of good, you know, number crunching work and helping them make smart financial decisions there, but really bringing them on the same page and having her excited about making a big life change much sooner than what she would have. That's, that's awesome. Awesome is putting it lightly. That's very cool and uh, just wonderful to be able to have that style of communication, that clarity that you can get from meeting with, uh, you know, a, a proper professional uh, to get some guidance and uh, some some clearness ahead of the path that you're on, and see if you need to change paths or stay on the path that you're on. What adjustments need to be made? All part of the planning process, and neat to see that evolution, Kevin. Where you guys met with an advisor, <laughs> you and your wife, and you do the same thing for people who come into your office, but you got to see the other side of the table a little bit in that experience. I know that must have been kind of kind of fun for you too, right? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and I, you know, I learned a lot, and um, you know, it's always good to try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, and uh, I think it helps you be a better, better at what you do for those people you serve. Yep, absolutely. Well, if you want to talk to Kevin a little bit more about what his planning process looks like, you can schedule a fifteen-minute call with an experienced financial advisor on the True Wealth team. All you have to do is go to truewealthdesign.com and click on the Are We Right For You button to schedule your consultation. Again, it's a free 15-minute visit. Just go to truewealthdesign.com and click on the Are We Right For You button. Or you can call 855-TWD-PLAN. That's 855-TWD-PLAN. Kevin, thanks for the help this week and uh, look forward to chatting with you again on the next episode. All right. Have fun in Colorado, Walter. Thank you. We'll do. Try not to get into too much trouble out there. All right. (laughs) Uh, More coming up on the next edition of Retire Smarter. Thanks for joining us.
Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information is obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accurateness and completeness cannot be guaranteed. All performance reference is historical and not an indication of future results. Benchmark indices are hypothetical and do not include any investment fees.